Well, as more and more provinces get ready to reopen, we keep hearing two things when it comes to keeping us safe from another COVID outbreak, testing and contact tracing. Now, when it comes to the latter, what exactly is it? And are Canadians being asked to give up too much when it comes to public safety? The prime minister was asked about this earlier today during his daily briefer, and he said that he is open to voluntary coronavirus tracking, but he says that privacy is paramount. Here's Ann Kavukian, former Ontario Privacy Commissioner. She joins us now for more on this on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Nice to speak with you as always. Uh, contact tracing, for those who aren't up to speed, could you just roughly explain what it is and what officials are possibly asking Canadians for? Well, the problem with contact tracing, it would imply that you would be tested and your exposure in terms of COVID-19, if you're COVID-19 positive, that this would be tracked and others would be notified of the fact that you had tested COVID-19 positive. The problem with this in that model is that there's like no privacy. Your personal information is going to be used without any consultation with you, without any personal control. And that's the last thing we want. So there are ways to avoid it, which we can explore. All right. Before this goes ahead, what sort of uh, guarantees do you think Canadians need, such as the promise of anonymity, that they will remain anonymous? Would that be paramount? Yes. Yes, it would. And uh, Apple has partnered with Google for the first time, and they have developed. um, And they don't call it contact tracing very cleverly. They call it exposure notification. They developed this. Um, amazing framework that they're offering for free to public health authorities to develop an app for it. And basically everything is private. No personal identifiers will be revealed in terms of the people seeking uh, to find out if they've been um, in contact with someone who may have been COVID positive. All of that will be private. Individuals who choose to self-report their COVID-19 positive status, that information will be positive. Um, It will be private will not be notified of where, who's doing what. What you will be notified of is if you were in contact uh, in terms of physical distance with an individual who had tested COVID-19 positive, which would enable you to go and seek testing or consultation if you want. But none of that personal information will be revealed, which is amazing. Okay, exposure exposure notification. I love the terminology. It's kind of like they say, 40 is the new 20, exposure notification is the new contact tracing. (laughs) (laughs) Apple, Google, I applaud them for coming up with that term because you don't want contact tracing. You don't want everything being traced and identifiable with no privacy protection. That's not the world we live in. Okay, is there a fear that the data collected might be used for more than just COVID prevention? We're very well put. Exactly. I, you know, I always tell people, beware of the consequences of the unauthorized uses of your personal information it's collected for one purpose and then gets used for a variety of other purposes that can come back to bite you. That's the problem with this. It's nobody else's business. If you're COVID positive, get the treatment you need, whatever. But you don't want to be declaring this widely and having it come back and used for a variety of other purposes. So it's incumbent upon us and the government to keep this personal information strongly protected. We're joined by Ann Kavuki and former Ontario Privacy Commissioner talking about contact tracing or now exposure notification apps that Canadians might be asked to use as we continue to navigate through the COVID pandemic. And, and it occurs to me in the age we live in, information is not only power, as the old adage goes, but it's also currency. 
that our personal yes. data is worth big money. And is there yes. a fear that these tracking apps, they could be the target of hackers, do you think? Oh, already. We're, hackers are just having a great time in this uh, time where everyone is basically at home or working from home, and they're capturing so much data, which is all the more reason why any data associated with your exposure to COVID-19 and your COVID-19 positive status must be very strongly protected. We have to insist upon our governments delivering on that and not using this information, especially after the pandemic crisis ends, and it will. The last thing we want to continue is tracking and surveillance associated with our personal information. Yeah, this has been used in both Singapore and South Korea, where officials say that if roughly just over half, 60% of people agree to these uh, coronavirus tracking uh, apps and will use them, it will significantly slow transmission rates. So in the end, do you think that this is going to be a battle between public health and privacy? And it can't be that. Um, I always tell people it's not a zero-sum game. It's not privacy versus public health. You can do both. And that's what we have to strive for. The last thing we want to do is go the Singapore route, where they're tracking everyone in personally identifiable form constantly. That's not what we're about. We believe in freedom. We believe in privacy, which forms the foundation of our freedom. We can do both. Let's, let's make that our goal, not one versus the other. Yeah. And since we have you here, I also want to ask you about some other news of the day coming out of the United States in which we're hearing that they are thinking about testing passengers on international flights to see whether or not they are COVID positive. Is that a breach of somebody's privacy as well? I mean, if I'm in a fuselage in an airplane and I happen to cough, all of a sudden I might be subjected to, I don't know, a temperature check or a swab of some sort. It makes me really nervous, Jeff. Um, We have no control, unfortunately. Once we leave this country, we're going to the U.S., for example, um, they rule in terms of what gets collected and what doesn't. So this is a distinct possibility that this might take place. It causes me a great deal of concern, but I don't think it's something we can control at this point. Okay, but just finally, you think that we can find, again, it's not a zero-sum gain, that we can find some sort of happy medium, as it were, between tracing, testing, and ensuring public health, and and also ensuring the public's privacy? Absolutely. Just again, I'm referring to the Apple-Google framework, which is all about exposure notification so that you can protect yourself as opposed to contact tracing, naming, etc. Let's get rid of that model. Let's do privacy and public health. We can do both. And appreciate the conversation as always. Thanks so much for taking the time. My pleasure as always. Thank you. There goes Ann Kavukian, former Ontario Privacy Commissioner on contract tracing. Again, this is going to be voluntary, but places like uh, South Korea and Singapore say that it is paramount to ensure that there's not a spike and that it significantly slows transmission rates. And also the thought of subjecting people on airplanes moving forward to uh, either random tests or specific uh, tests for COVID-19.